Listen, if you listen to this radio station, if you tune into the morning after, odds are you have some sort of affinity of metal. You like some brand of it, some form of it. You are uh, enjoying some, uh, you know, Metallica, maybe Marilyn Manson, Van Halen, Pantera, Corn, whatever the case may be. Uh, you enjoy some of it. And it's always nice to be able to uh, learn a little bit about where that stuff came from. And there's a new book out called Louder Than Hell. It is the definitive oral history of metal. It is written by Catherine Turbin and John Wiederhorn. And they're both on the phone with us this morning to talk a little bit about it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Well, a little tired after our uh, book release last night. I keep wanting to call it a record release because uh, <laughs> it seems like that. But we're good. <laughs> Marathon release. Yeah, I imagine when the uh, wake-up call came this morning, you're like, wasn't there a party last night? Why did we agree to do this? <laughs> exactly. It was in the contract. And I, I would imagine, based upon the material in the book, that it had to be a hell of a book release. I think it uh, it was better than we had expected. We actually sold out of our book, and um, uh, we had to keep kind of reminding ourselves that uh, yes, we're not rock stars. This is just it's just a book, but it really felt like we were. Uh, you know, rock stars for at least 15, 20 minutes. So we had our Thanks. moment in the, in the spotlight. Sitting at a table, signing books, trying to come up with clever phrases. It was great. <laughs> so take us back to the beginning, guys. What, what was it that made you decide to put together Louder Than Hell? Well, what started was uh, a long history of music journalism. <laughs> so I've been doing this for 20 years, interviewing bands. And, as uh, have I. Yeah, as, um, as is Catherine. And uh, I was lined up to do an, a book on Judas Priest, an authorized biography. Uh, that fell through, so talking to my agent, we were banding about other ideas, and I said, well, you know, there's never been an oral history on uh, heavy metal. There have been lots of good metal books, but never one that really covers the gamut. And he said, you know, that's great. Uh, we'd love to see a book in the voice of the uh, people who made the music, but you can't do it alone. Uh, it's, a, it's a really gargantuan task, so I, I need you to uh, pull, pull someone in for this. And I immediately thought of Catherine, because uh, I worked with her at RIP Magazine when she was the editor over there. I was a wee freelancer. And, uh, you know, I uh, figured she's on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast. Her specialty is uh, really the Sunset Strip scene and everything that follows, and, and the party, party, rock and roll. And I'm more into the uh, kind of uh, grumble, death, dirge, and uh, serial killer music. So <laughs> it uh, worked out well. You know, the, the interesting thing, too, about the book is that not only are you getting the perspective from uh, from the, the guys who created the metal themselves, but but people who were, were you know, part of the, the, I guess, the entourages and the industry itself. And, you know, you, maybe did you find some interesting stories that kind of matched up uh, on how the, the lifestyle uh, was lived? Yeah, I think one of our most interesting uh, interviews came through John. Uh, there's a famous photo, or we're hoping it will be famous after our book, um, of Rob Halford with a penthouse pet. And when they were, you know, posing Rob as a, a heterosexual sex symbol, and so he posed with this hot woman. And uh, uh, John tracked her down through Facebook. Yeah, and, thank uh, God for social media. <laughs> and we uh, we got to talk to her about that photo shoot and, uh, of course, being a penthouse pet that, that liked uh, music, shall we say. So she got to hang around a lot of musicians. She's a very sweet person, and she told us some... Very uh, salty stories. <laughs> salty, yeah. <yes. laughs> you know, uh, we we obviously, doing the rock thing ourselves, had a chance to talk to a lot of the people that are involved in your book, and sometimes they can be forthcoming, other times not. It depends on what day you catch them on. When you were putting together the uh, the book, did you find the interviews going relatively smooth and, and people kind of open to tell a lot of the stories of what made the music what it is today? Um, the music, yes. The other stories, not always. I think what John and I found, I don't know, I, I guess it's true about the Brits, and the stiff upper lip. I think a lot of the British bands, you know, Priest and Maiden, 
Uh, they were just very circumspect, but totally happy to talk about the creation of the music and stuff, but not so much about the, the personal. Right, when you come and trying to get the uh, the details about uh, what crazy things happen in the studio, oh, you know, there was a little bit of drinking, but nothing nothing too crazy. I'm like, yeah, right. Um, and uh, But, but uh, you know, we did get a lot of people to, to open up and to uh, really give us some, some great stuff, and uh, I think it's all reflected in there. And, you know, uh, it's one of those points in times now where we're starting to lose some of these great musicians. Uh, Ronnie, of course, passing away from cancer, and then just recently Jeff from Slayer. Um, you know, so that, that's that got to be kind of a, an interesting aspect to the book as well. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was really unfortunate that, uh, well, it took us four years to do the book. It was supposed to take less than that. But in that time frame, we, we've counted, I believe, ten people that we interviewed are in the book, passed away. I mean, we have Pete Steele from Typo Negative, Janie Lane from Warrant. Um, we'd interviewed, uh, I'd interviewed Dickie Peterson from Blue Cheer. Yeah, Paul Gray from Slipknot. Uh, did you mention Pete Steele from Typo Negative? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mitch Lucker from Suicide Silence, and, of course, Jeff Hanneman. And um, it's, uh, it, it, it's really sort of a uh, heartbreaking thing when this happens. It's sobering, definitely, because we feel a strong connection, and we're proud of our book, and yeah. it's like, oh, a little piece of it. Died really. Right, right. Well, m- more than that, you know, these, these guys just uh, contributed so much to the music we love, and uh, it's a crazy industry, and uh, sometimes crazy things happen. You know, I imagine you guys feel a lot of the same as we do. You know, the from the outside looking in, heavy metal is a very, I guess, uh, kind of scary thing. But uh, the people that are involved in it, the people that do it, the people that make the music for a living are really some of the nicest guys in the world. And you, you get to see a lot of that kind of come through in the stories in your book. And, and that had to feel good, too, I imagine. You work pretty closely with some of these people, so it's good to see the other side of them as well, I imagine. Well, the funniest thing is the people who whose album covers are the goriest and the people who have the most, uh, you know, vicious lyrics are just the nicest dudes in the world who are often vegetarians and they love animals. And Cannibal Corpse is just one example of of, guys in carcasses, sweethearts. Uh, Slayer, soft-spoken, gentle, very nice. So it's really funny. It's a real uh, contrast to the music they make in many cases. And these days, so many of them have kids. You know, you wonder, wow, what are their kids like? And then they're just, you know, normal six-year-olds, and then the dads are taking them to school, and then they're, you know, headbanging at night. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had many bonding moments with Corey Taylor on that front, actually, because <laughs> we both had kids around the same age, and uh, it made for good uh, ice-breaking. Tell you what, the uh, the book is awesome. Between the interviews and some of the pictures you guys have found, it is uh, definitely a must-have for any metal fan. It's called Louder Than Hell, the definitive oral history of metal. And uh, does the book have a website, or do you just encourage people to check out uh, Amazon.com and that kind of thing? Actually, we have a Facebook site, which Perfect. is um, Louder Than Hell. I believe it might be Louder Than Hell, the book. I'll have to check. But, yes, it's on sale on Amazon today. And uh, we we tweet, we tumble. We're, we're doing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we have a Tumblr site as well, which is louderthanhellbook.tumblr.com. Um, and uh, we post pretty regularly. Uh, but Facebook is pretty much our main outlet because it's, it's so easy, and <laughs> we're so busy. <laughs> Makes sense. So uh, we'll check that out as well. Catherine and John, thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. 